Hello and welcome to the 8th episode of Restoring Eden after a really long time and welcome to 2021. This is Sini and Subin and we're going to talk about accountability because it's a really hot topic right now. Hi guys, um welcome again. So today's topic is why accountability matters, to whom are we accountable to and how does it empower our christian life so subin and i were speaking about um why accountability isn't such a hot topic <laughs> in uh, most of the faith community especially in the indian um, community because um it is obviously important but it's not talked about as much as uh, in other churches or it's just not talked about but it is so so important and that's why we decided to talk about this today yeah and one of the things from this whole thing is being vulnerable and i think we covered that also in the previous episode and uh, when we look at being vulnerable we often look at ourselves as weak um and the whole idea of infallibility is built into our church culture into our own culture and especially coming from a shame and honor culture we tend ourselves uh, think ourselves as infallible understandable there is a certain point in time where our failures are brought public and this is um a reason why we were wrestling with this whole topic uh, and we wanted to bring you along on this journey where we look at aspects of this so i think in my opinion uh, why accountability or vulnerability on the other side is not seen as a, a very important thing uh, in church is because uh, there is a certain amount of openness that needs to be there there's a certain amount of acceptance that needs to be there um, and there's also uh, a need to be understood a need to be um, you know despite knowing all of who you are will you still be accepted this is a question that um still accepted as an it's not accepting your sin but accepting who you are um, most people or loved yeah or or loved uh, most people say uh, that you know this is my faith and my life and my private life and so i do not want to involve another person in it and i have everything to do with god and i do not have to prove um my innocence or my cause of Uh, sinning or the the intentions of my heart i don't have to share it with another human because yes there is always a place of uh, fear to, to um, a fear of rejection a fear of being um, humiliated. humiliated yes so i think that is one of the reasons um, also p- uh, particularly in the indian culture um, you know you are very easily um, you know mocked at when you say that you have this certain weakness especially if you are uh, in faith for a long long time it's almost seen as unacceptable that you have this certain sin in your life so um, naturally people don't tend to open up everything goes on a surface level everyone's happy everyone's praying about each other's uh, issues and problems but no one's really talking about what's going on in each other's heart and i'm not saying that everyone has to know everything but um i think it is important that there has to be um you know a responsibility on every uh, person to 
lift the other person to li- carry the other person's burden but we'll get to that later two sides to this could be um one from the church's perspective where um if someone ha- actually stands up or if someone actually trusts somebody else to um say something um really personal really um in in terms of confession um there is i think a place of um mocking or a place of um where you're made fun of because of fear even of fear yeah a fear of being accepted by the church by the ch- brothers and sisters in church um another side to this is also the personal side of it where you say you know as long as things are going good on the surface level i don't really need to say anything to anyone um and i can just keep this this sin or this burden to myself um there's a lack of trust that is um that is there anyways um and also people trying to um have the fear that you know they are their private life will be the next gossip at a uh, tea time or in the lunch room between the brothers or the sisters of the church and you know this is something that as a church um you find quite hard i mean even in your own private life you are very secure about our private lives and um then to have the courage to tell someone and then later f- have bad experiences um of people sharing what you said in private in confession to someone is quite devastating yeah exactly um another thing that uh, causes this personal um, hindrance is also pride uh, because pride tells you that you are enough as you are you do not need another person you do not need god um pride is that uh, pride is the existence of self without the acknowledgement of the need of god or the need of uh, another person uh, for support for help you know so you are living in this this pride and may sometimes even unknowingly you know where you don't um, maybe all of your earthly gains and all of um, your uh, achievements so far tell you that listen you are good enough and you don't need somebody else to um, to confess to or to to support you or you don't need a helping hand anywhere because you can do it yourself and anything that is below that is um is really weakness or it's not seen as good enough yeah there's also the point from the church side where you know it, it expects or at least the christian uh, churches and the way our messages and our understanding expects christians to be already sanctified in the word or um, to be holy people and you know they are only um supposed to have this mind of holiness and they're supposed to only do things as holiness and that um but we we often forget that we are being transformed day by day we often forget that we are people who are still being worked by god and sanctified yeah So um guys I think it's time just to look at some um what are what are the dangers that happens because of this attitude of hiddenness or what are the dangers of being um hiding our sins and um one of the things we could look at is from bible and it's from proverbs chapter 
and uh, she's going to read for me. So it says, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Yeah. Amen. I mean, like the verse says, um, only those who confess and who bring out their sins and move from their sins obtain the mercy of God. You know, the more we hide things, um, it affects our relationship. Our relationship with our ma- with our with man, or like you know, our friends, or with our spouses, where um, where where we hide our sins without even confessing, um, and or even with God, where uh, our sins have separated us from God, and it will keep separating us to a point that we will be derailed away from the path that God has set for us or how in, in the walk of our Christian life with God. You know, I was just uh, looking at uh, the same portion from James a few weeks back and we realized that, you know, the more we hide our sins, you know, our harder our heart gets. And uh, then our hearts come to a point where it does not move when the Lord moves us with his word. Um, and... It is something like how um, we have seen uh, in old buildings, the water drops and uh, from the building and uh, sedimentation forms to a point that it turns out to be a rock in the end. Um, you know, in, uh, there is in Psalm 66, 18 and 19, it says um, this, If I have cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. Um, in another verse, it says also, if I had harbored sin in my heart, um, and even 1 Corinthians 3, 18 to 20, it says, let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you think he is wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of the world is folly with God. Uh, for the written he he catches a wise in their craftiness and that is what happens you know we are caught in our pride and we get caught in our um in our attitude to protect ourselves that we turn ourselves away from god and you know god sends his word to us god sends his messengers to us to um his um his, our brothers and sisters to us but we tend to protect ourselves so much that um this becomes a cage where we raise ourselves up. Um, in James uh, 1, 14 and 15, James brings a very nice example. So he says, See, you know, everyone has bad desires. Like Paul says, you know, there's good in me and there's bad in me. And James says, this desire stays in me and then is conceived in me. And then if I am, and I'm becoming a fool when I don't bring this out, this conception, but rather I let it grow. And like how a baby grows in a pregnant woman, the sin, this, this, uh, this desire grows up and it gives birth. It's James um, for 1, 14 and 15. Let each, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it's fully conceived, gives birth to sin. And the sin, when it's fully grown, brings forth death. And James has this beautiful example how he does that. He says, you know, uh, how um, tiny, tiny worms lure fishes. In the same way, these tiny things lure us, lure our desires. And these desires that are unchecked grows into a sin. The sin, if you do a sin once and you let it 
grow and then you hide it away from people you build walls around it and then it grows and grows that one day it turns into a monster ready to attack you then these are the dangers that we have when we are hiding our sin so i would just like to bring um two verses because now we're going to move on to what can we do about this what can we do to um change this um entire um atmosphere in church change this entire atmosphere in our personal lives in our family lives because um it's it's really sad it's it's painful to see that this thing called pride and this thing that uh, this this lack of love lack of sincere love in our church communities in our environment around us leads to such huge losses in our churches um and when i say church i don't mean uh, mean i don't just mean our local church in a, in a global way i mean um because that is really really not how god intended this to be um and yes it is a very hard thing to um do but um that is why the bible tells us gives us a lot of um in several places a lot of um encouragement or a lot of um sort of admonishment on how we should deal with this um i would like to read um from james chapter 5 verse uh, 16 on it says therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous ma- person has great power as it is working that is one verse now uh, when we speak about this verse mostly we think about yeah healing or yes they are they are all important um or issues that's going on in someone else's family or you know the the things that we normally pray for but how much do we pray for your how much do we pray for each other's weakness and how much do we pray for each other's sin uh, that the lord would free someone from some sort of sin and how much of love and how much of uh, truth is there in that because um this is why we are called to build each other up um, and um i would like to read another verse from galatians chapter 6 verse 2 and it says that uh, a, a, a few i think one verse before that it says brothers if someone is caught in a trespass you who are spiritual should restore him with a spirit of gentleness but watch yourself or you also may be tempted carry one another's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of christ if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing he deceives himself it is so powerful like when you read this verse um this is why we are called as brothers and sisters um yes to stand with each other in times of need yes to pray for each other for healing um yes for um when someone's going through uh, something you know you can you can give you can yes these are all important but the bible says this is very specifically directed to uh, a life of sin we have to deal with it with gentleness and not be quick to judge someone um um and i know that it is easy, easy and you fall into uh, this you know trap of thinking okay you know this person has done this this person has fallen and it's really funny but no the bible says carry each other's burden let's make a space for um for our brothers and sisters to um if not everyone at least one person to have that place of a safe haven in in the church in the family 
to bring for this uh, bring for their troubles um you know there are um so most of the um, within the indian churches most of these times these or even with the wider church most of the times the person who takes care of people's um burdens often ends up being the senior pastor of the church or even members of the pastoral care team if there is and what we also encourage is that the church is pushing also more people who are into pastoral care that means caring for others care ready to you know train people that who are um, who will understand and who would be able to care and support the pastor of the church that they could have an opportunity for um men to be taken care of by men and women to be taken care of by women so that, so that you know even the person who is taking care of the person would not be falling into the same sins that the other person falls into okay so we spoke about the church and now how church or how we as a church would be able to help people um come to us now it's time for each of us to come into this place of also being accountable um so first of all let's be sincere you know um it is quite scary and i remember the times i have taken these bold steps i would say to come and confess my sins and confess the shameful things i've done um and having to fear that you know i'll be mocked at i would be laughed at but um i think one of the things that we have to first of all do is uh, come to a place of trusting the person who is listening to i know it's not an easy position to be at uh, but it only happens when we invest time to know this person to learn this person because his church is not just um a, a surface level relationship church intends for a deep rooted uh, relationship it's it and especially investing time investing um energy investing moments investing our life and the truth in people of faith because not because they are better than the people of non faith but because people of faith will be able to provide us from the wisdom of god um so we have to make it a priority to talk and to confess and to even normalize that is the amazing part to normalize that we are fallible um it is so hard that you know we find ourselves and uh, our leaders and we find everyone around believing that they are infallible when bible calls us one of the greatest traits we have is that we are fallible and that is one thing that's the first step that we have to do with our brothers and sisters um i mean based on gender so i would do it with my brother that let him know that i am fallible i am weak and there are these many weakness in me and because there is always grace and as long as it is today god's grace abounds for me to come and confess my sin and that should be our uh strength and and pray pray that you know god gives us the right people to come to pray that god gives us the right people who are ready to come to us grab us carry us um and build the church with him um you know and that there are people with wisdom who would 
and uh, how would be in our life you know we take people who have who are good in wisdom who are spiritually mature who would be able to lift us up hold us together uh, draw us close and uh, bear our burdens and uh, support us also speaking to the girls out there um yeah we have a lot of topics to talk about and you know girls don't stop talking most of the time but um uh, maybe we should expand our talks um with a lot of sincerity uh, with a lot of um, trust because sometimes we tend to um, take info from one place to the other so um, we could really work on um being sincere first of all and secondly um hearing out our sisters hearing out um the deep um desires or the deep uh, weaknesses uh, the concerns that women have and um yeah and like the word says carry uh, um each other's burden uh, where you um uh, are there for this person even if it is just for one person because yes this is draining this drains out all of your um emotions sometimes but um even if 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 the lord leads you to one person if the lord uh leads you to not just be a listener but also to confess your own sins to someone um make it a priority to do that make it a priority to pray for wisdom that none of us would fall in this folly of um self um you know where you, you know where you believe that you are enough um no we need each other and we need each other to pray for um our weaknesses uh, a place to say yes i have sinned and this is what it is and this is who i am and still be loved and still be accepted um and you need a sister to work with you um in the sanctification process so i'll pass it on to subin and i think he has got a few uh, ways on how we can practically uh, form an accountability team or form an accountability partner. pattern or yeah or partner or how how to get go about it so um i really encourage um, the young people to 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 take this seriously and not let things just go the way it is um and start having um partners of accountability with each other um yeah so i'm passing it on to subin all right um so before we sum it up um this would also work within marriage but uh this is also meant for a wider you know like brothers band of brothers or a brother that you trust or if you're a girl a sister that you trust um first thing is is uh, exhort one another each day as long as it is called today that's from the bible and it's um it's from hebrews 3:13 so that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin they saying we have to exhort each other that um we with the knowledge that hey my brother or my sister is on her or his way 
of being sanctified and made, made complete and perfect in Jesus Christ. In other words, is from uh, tr- uh, from Proverbs thirty one eleven. It talks about the heart of the husband trusts in the wife, but in, I think it can also be applied in a very good brotherly relationship or a very good sisterly relationship, where you say that there's an atmosphere of intimate trust. Um, you know, you t- you trust your brother f- as your partner, um, and say here, brother, this is where I need to be corrected at. And if you find me in this place, or if, you, if I come to you, I want you to be serious about it. Um, then, like how we read James 5.16, um, confess your sin. So you talk about it, you, you plan the steps, um, what you do when you're in sin. I think one of the times I've always found this was when I was working my, one of, um, uh, one of my sins that I had a brother who was available for me to just text. I mean, he was not available to pick up a call, but I could text him almost at any time uh, as a method of, method of saying, hey, I need your help. I need your prayers. He would text back and, you know, it would give me a bit of time to work around and find ways to escape it. And then ask. Don't fear, but rather ask and ask once in a while how you've been how are you working through it are you strong i am praying for you because you genuinely love them um and agree on the prompt of how you approach your accountability you know whether you want them to come to you or you want to go weekly i mean that's up to you guys has been your relationship but it is based strongly on love um now to wind it up I just have this three statements I found online, but I think that has a very good um, basis for why accountability is so that you would be encouraged. Good accountability is deadly serious about sin. We do not play with sin. Good accountability meditates on God's promises of mercy. That means when someone confesses their sins to you, you first cover them with a blanket of mercy so that they know that they are accepted, they are free to be vulnerable, they are strengthened by your love. Because only through love are these sins broken. Um, And I mean brotherly love. And third one, Good accountability draws us into presence of God in prayer where we come, after we do that, we come with the person together, we pray and ask God to give that person and ask the strength to fight this temptation, to have victory together because of who he is and because of the promise of Jesus Christ. I hope this has been a huge encouragement and I pray that God will open doors for you that you would find people you can trust, you would find trust in the churches that you were are part of and you would find ability to find that within your local church that rather seeking outside um, the, your local churches. So God bless you and thank you um, and we hope to come back to you hopefully sooner than this time. So take care. Bye-bye.